0: So anyway, so what we tune into is what we will also transmit. Okay, so if you're tuned into a frequency of you know fear, death, destruction, blah, blah, blah. So the whole reason why this so in the world, okay, um, they try to copy God. Everybody can just copy, right? So they're trying to copy God. So God <laughs> from heaven, which is turning within right the heaven the heaven is within so th- which is that's the gate of course it's a place but that's how you get in um there's love coming from heaven the love of god it is absolutely a tidal wave of love it is so overwhelming it absolutely saturates every part of creation there is not a single crevice In creation, little tiny crevices, you know those little crevices in your car where you have to clean them? Even that area has God's love in it. God's love is everywhere. His love holds the whole thing together. And that's not just like, I made a diorama. I'm going to put it over here. Isn't it cool? No, he loves it. He loves the creation. He holds it in his heart, and he nurtures it. And he speaks into it. And he says, you are loved. Be strong. Be Walk according to your identity, what I've made you to be. And I know your nature, so I speak to you from your nature. And I tell you to be blessed, be prosperous, grow in the way that I made you. That's what God does continually. So that frequency of life That frequency of love, that frequency of growth, because he wants everything to grow. And what did he say? Be fruitful and prosper and cover the earth, he said. Why are we covering the earth? Because we are vessels of the love of God. And as we cover the earth, God's love is covering the earth because we are manifestations of the love of God. So that is the frequency that literally saturates every crevice Of the creation. It is held so carefully, so gently in his heart, and it is loved and nurtured every day to the point where Jesus said, Look at grass. Just look at the grass. I nurture that your heavenly Father cares for the grass, literally, that you just mow with a lawnmower. He cares about that grass. That's who he is. That's the frequency that we can pick up that we are made to pick up. We are we are receivers and transmitters of that love. That is exactly how God made us to be and all of creation follows our lead. They're looking for a leader. That is us, sons of God, which includes daughters, male and female, right? We are that leader. We are the ones that manifest the presence of God on the earth, and there is nothing more powerful than that because it is like a tidal wave. And I and I don't know if you've had any of these dreams about these giant tidal waves of God's love, but it's incredible. And literally, there is no way out. There is nowhere you can go. There, did you have one? There is nowhere you can go to get away from his love. It will absolutely track you down and gobble you up. And even if you are the crankiest atheist there is, he is going to gobble you up too because he can get right to where your heart is and he can reveal to you who you really are. So that's where we are right now. There is there's no future where that's happening. It's happening right now. But what you'll find is that there are other things that are lower than that. And when I mean lower, I'm talking way lower. And where did they go? They went down to the bottom. So the scripture talks about those things. They're lower things. They're not, um, they don't come from heaven. They're fallen. They fell. You don't want to be fallen. Remember I said that before. If you're like, I was up on the ladder and then I fell. Well, that's not good. You don't want to be fallen. <laughs> so there's some fallen things, right? Do we need to give them our attention? No, we do not. Can you safely ignore the devil? You can safely ignore the devil. It would be safe for you to ignore him. Why can you safely ignore the devil? The reason that you can safely ignore the devil is because you are responding now to the love of God. That's why you can ignore him. Now, if you were just responding to yourself, well, now you're in trouble because you're not sure which is you and which is, you know what I'm saying? But if you're responding to the love of God and you, so you, you got to look at the source. Okay. You've got to look at, Jesus said, you don't look at um, what it looks like from the outward appearance. You look at what it makes. What does this thing make? In other words, this looks really nice, but what happens when it goes through that and it comes out the other side? What did it make? In other words, fruit. You know, we're not farmers, so I'll just say, what did it make? Did it make something good that had the love of God in it, or did it make something evil? And you can tell if something is good or evil by what it makes. If you shove them into the system, what pops out the other side? Righteousness? or wickedness. And that's how you know. So Jesus said, that's how you know. And guess what happens when you, when, when that, when you're doing that, you have to wait to see what comes out because you're not sure. It looks good. Everything looks good. It looks fine. Right. But it's from a lower realm. And how do we know? Cause the frequency's off when the frequency's off. That's your signal. <laughs> now, what happens if you find something that where there's a frequency that's off? Well. It has a lot to do with the situation. You ask the Lord, you know, if a frequency is off on a certain thing, number one, don't engage it from that frequency. If somebody yells at you, should you yell back at them and get into a big arguing match? Is that usually how you solve an argument? I mean, we know just from the natural, that's not how you solve an argument. But if you're resonating, the Bible says in, in Proverbs that a gentle answer turns away wrath. So people yell, you respond gently. What is that doing? You're you're taking that frequency and you're reversing it. You feel somebody hates someone? Release the love of God by intention in your heart. You're afraid. Release God's love, the love from above. Release that love. Connect with it. I am loved by God. He loves me. He cares for me. He protects me. I'm not afraid of sickness and disease. I'm not afraid of lack or discouragement or depression or any of those, because I am fully loved by God and the love of God is saturating every aspect of my being, spirit, soul, and body. I am one spirit with the Lord. I'm connecting now with the fact that I am one with him. Okay? So this is the place that we're in. So when we get these lower realm frequencies, number one, don't connect with them. Their point, like we were watching that video, they want your energy. They want your energy. They want your words. Don't they? They want your words. They want you to repeat what they're saying. Repeat after me. You know, they want you to repeat it, but they want you to repeat it from in here. That's tricky stuff. But they know these lower realm frequencies. They know this stuff. What is the main thing you're going to see? A resistance against God. Because that is what diablos means, to resist the resister, resisting God. And what's the difference between a believer and a non-believer? Well, one's resisting and one's not resisting. Because the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Okay, so we know this. So, therefore, verse 16, Colossians 2, 16, Therefore, and I, I, like I said, I know I taught this already. I'm teaching it again. Colossians 2.16, Therefore, no man will disturb you by food and by banquets or in the dividing of the festivals and the origins of the months and of the Sabbaths. These things exist a shadow of those things prepared, but the body is the Messiah. Excellent. Well, first of all, don't let anybody disturb you. I like that. Did you go to the thing? No. Did you do the thing? No. What about that? No. You know, how many times you go to the thing? Never. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's like they don't let people. So during this time and now these guys are, um, you know, I guess there's some Jews here, too, because you're talking about the Sabbaths and things like that. Don't let anybody disturb you by that, because first of all, the whole point of that was just a shadow anyway. It wasn't the real thing. The real thing is is the Messiah. It was a shadow of the Messiah, but now we have the Messiah, who is Yeshua, Jesus. So we have him. The body is the Messiah. Do you want the shadow or the body? You want the body. You want the real thing. You don't want just the shadow of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's what he's saying. Don't don't go to the shadow. Don't go to the to the exterior things. Now I will tell you, if you do the exterior things, you'll get the accolades from the people because they'll be like, good job, you did the thing, you did the thing, yay. Hey, that's me, I'm good, I'm a, I'm good. at." So like, I like that song from Godfrey Burtle <laughs> where it has the picture of the guy and he's just laying down with the suitcase and he tried, I said, I tried keeping the rules and doing all the things to please God and it just wore me out, you know, so I quit with my striving. I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that live, it's Christ that lives in me. I, I don't need a man's system to tell me, whether I'm accepted by God or not. God can tell me that. God can tell me whether I'm accepted. I don't need an intermediary with a man who's fallible. I have a high priest. Yeshua is my high priest. Jesus, my high priest in the heavens. He's the one that intercedes for me. And people are like, well, you need a pastor. Well, pastors are good. Teachers are good, but they're not your, they're not your go-between. And, 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 you know, you got to be careful if you're going to minister to people. Don't try to take Jesus' place in somebody's life. That's not your place. Well, they asked me for advice. Well, just t- tell them your advice from you, from you, what you see. Let them know that it's Jesus who, who speaks to you and speaks to your heart. And is it okay to talk to other Christians about things? Of course it is. But know who it is that speaks to your heart is Yeshua. It is Jesus himself. It is not, you don't need a go-between. You don't have a go between, but what if I'm off? I need somebody, I need an accountability partner. You do have an accountability partner. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is your accountability partner. And the spirit of holiness is the most, is the best accountability. Cause you know what? Can both of you be off? I have an accountability partner. Now you're both going off the cliff together. Good job. Well, I need a covering. You want a man's covering? You want a man to cover you? Are you kidding me? With as much corruption that's in the world, I need to be in an organization with a covering. What kind of covering is that? Have you seen organizations lately? If they can find a way to corrupt it, they do it. Now, organization's bad. No, I mean, find people like-minded, be part of an organization, but but certainly do not put them in a spiritual covering for you. That's ridiculous. Who, Who, what a crazy idea that is. Should you have other believers that you talk to? Yeah. What does the Bible say about that? It says, bear each other's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. That's a little more of a humble perspective, wouldn't you say? Well, sometimes people teach that you have to have some type of spiritual covering as a Christian. You have to have a covering, like, like an organization. But your covering is Christ. You see what I'm saying? Now, should you be around believers? Yeah, you should. Why is that? Well, first of all, you can spur each other on to good works. That's the whole point, right? But you're saved through Christ. I'm not against coming together. The Bible says to do that, but I am against men putting themselves in positions of spiritual covering over another person and taking the place of Christ and then taking believers and followers after themselves. That is not what the Bible says you're supposed to do. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. That's what he said. He didn't say, hey, you need to come to me for every spiritual question you have so that I can be your spiritual covering. That's that's uh, demonic, by the way. Um, <laughs> not good. That's what demons do. They like to control people. Don't do it. Don't do it. You can you can have discussions, okay? You can have accountability, okay? It's fine to have accountability. You have an accountability, but you have accountability with the Spirit of Christ within you because you can have an accountability partner and you're both wrong. Mm-hmm. Your accountability partner should just be making sure or helping encourage you to go back to God. Exactly. To speak to him about the things. Right, and, and again, remember what I am saying what I'm not saying. Should you be accountable? Yeah. But your accountability is with the Lord, okay? Because what you'll find is, is when you hear people say, you need a covering, you need this, you need that, you need the other thing, what you're actually actually hearing is, we wanna control you. (laughs) That's actually what you're hearing. And so you have to be careful, okay? There are people that actually have your best interests and there are people that do not. And the Holy Spirit will show you that, okay? Who has your best interest and who doesn't. Because like I said, remember what you're saying before. Why do they have the posts on Facebook like that? They're trying to pull your energy. They need your energy for them to ex- excel in their frequency so they can send it out further. Okay, you see it very purely and I think that's a good example Facebook You can see it very purely because you're seeing pure frequency because it's words videos memes those kind of things The memes are real short. They can send a frequency immediately because it's just like 10 words in a picture BAM you you've received a reception of the frequency and then you're like repost There it goes further right now. This happens with words got on the, before we'd talk on the phone, nobody talks on the phone anymore. I was going to talk on the phone. I tell this person, they tell that person, they tell that person, I tell that. You see, it's, we call the telephone because of the telephone, but it's a frequency responder. Now, just so you know, you don't even need words to to release a frequency. Frequencies are released through heart intention. It comes from in here. So you don't actually even need the words. That's, that's the thing you'll realize as you start studying it, that you don't need the words. Um, because sometimes you can't speak it. and sometimes you can but you can release the love of god wherever you go you can sense a thing and you can just so we say pray yeah that's what you're doing you're praying you're connecting with the fact that you're one with the spirit you're saying this is this this whole like where you're working or whatever I'm gonna just release the love of God in this place there may be people connecting with other things that's not your problem you sit with Christ in heavenly places you're seated with him you operate in his authority not your own authority, his authority. This is why you always go to him. What are we doing today? What's going on here? How does this thing look? What do anything I need to do? What are we working on? What do you, what have you been working on? What are, what's happening in this place? What's happening with them? They're amazing. <laughs> all these people are amazing. They're all amazing. What are you doing in this amazing person that's right here? Be like, I'm doing this. Be like, that's awesome. Anything, you know, sometimes there's nothing to do other than just appreciate what God's doing. I've seen it many times. You you just look and you can see a person. You can see what God's doing in that person. You're like, this is amazing. This is amazing. What God's doing in you is amazing. You see what I'm doing? I'm connecting with the frequency of love that is within them, the frequency of life, of the life of the spirit of God is within that person. I'm connecting with that frequency. And now what's happening is everything is more colorful. Everything is more vibrant. Why is that? Because it's the life of God. It's the love of God that's being released all around me. So that's the kind of things that He's bringing us into now if I connect with a lower realm, everything's dark Everything's blah. I can't believe how terrible everything is. Well, what's happening in the world? Oh, the world's getting worse and worse But you know what you know This is how you can tell where you're getting your frequencies from if the world is getting worse and worse Know that that's not coming from the Lord Why is that because the scripture says that we go from glory to glory from faith to faith and from strength to strength so if somebody's saying things are getting worse and worse then you know where are they getting worse and worse for they are getting worse and worse. For the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our God, the Bible says. It says that in Revelation. The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our God. In other words, the mount, the mountain of God, the mountain of the Lord, Mount Zion, is getting bigger and bigger and it's covering the whole earth. And guess who doesn't like that? All the other littler mountains because it's covering up their mountains. Their mountains, they're no... And what is a mountain? It's a place where um, authority is exercised. Okay, So their... Authority of all these other little mountains. And people are on these mountains too. I mean, they're just up there doing their thing, but you watch and you you can all see them. These mountains are shaking hard. They are shaking so hard. Nations are shaking. Places of influence are shaking. All of these man systems are shaking. And why are they shaking? Because the mountain of the Lord has increased, it has never stopped. It has never stopped. If you look at Daniel's prophecy that says the small rock was cut out of the big mountain and hit the feet of the statue, and then it kept growing until what? It covered the whole earth. Well, that mountain, that rock, well, who's the chief cornerstone? Jesus, Yeshua. It's the kingdom of God. The kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God has been established on the earth. Jesus said, oh, it's not gonna be coming. He, he, He actually said this. He said, the kingdom... The kingdom of heaven is not observable. <laughs> the kingdom of heaven is, is within you, and it is here now, you see? So they're always wanting something pushed out into the future. Well, listen, if I was one of the mountains, I would not want everyone to push the mountain of God out into the future too, because that means that I'm no longer needed at this establishment. <laughs> I've been fired <laughs> from working as a ruler on the earth. You see, so we're seeing here that as this mountain begins to increase, other mountains come into subjection to the mountain of God. And what is the mountain of God? Well, righteousness, peace, and joy. Those are those are things that come from the mountain of God. Mm-hmm. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. We know that, that God is love, so we know that the love of God increases. So when you start seeing those things in operation, that's your clue. Something is happening here. What is it? The kingdom of heaven because we see an increase in joy, an increase in peace. And you know, if you listen to some of the um, teachers, um, they say that in the future, um, that the economy of the world is gonna be a joy economy. So it's not gonna be by money, it's gonna be by joy. So the places that are the wealthiest are the ones that have the most joy. (laughs) So it's gonna be, so again, there's a lot of interesting changes that are happening. And, and we're all just observing it. It seems weird at at for a while until um, you start thinking about it and realizing, okay, these things. Now, it's no different what's happening. This has been going on for a very long time. Okay, so back to the scriptures. What man, verse 18, Colossians 2, verse 18, what man would desire to indebt you by submitting you to humble ruminations of the works of the messengers? He details about something that he never saw. Well, there is a clue right there. If you didn't see it, you shouldn't be making people submit to it, first of all, and will be arrogant. You're going to see a lot of arrogance in this kind of thing. In the futile rumination of his flesh. So now we have these programs, these systems. Let's all think about this, ruminations. Okay, Ruminations, just something to consider, something to have intention, something like we were saying earlier, to honor. We, I want you to honor this. Well, what is it? It's the flesh. It's a lower realm. It's a lower realm, you can, you, can, you can see this, okay? He never holds the head, that one who is joining all the body and is standing with armor and with the body parts, and he grows in the growth of God, okay? So when you're seeing this, when you're seeing people wanting you, because remember what it says, don't let anyone disturb you by food and by banquets or in dividing a feast and all this kind of stuff. Where does that usually happen? When, When you lose sight of the head, the head being Christ, then everything gets out of joint. He never holds the head, that one who is joining all the body and is standing with armor and with the body parts and he grows in the growth of God. So it, when we start honoring Christian things <laughs> instead of what who we are in Christ, that's when things get out of joint. And there will be people and systems and even, like I said, even a frequency, it might not even be a person saying it, telling you to adhere to flesh things, things that are in the lower realm, then you're gonna see where that came from. It it came because they lost sight of the head. Well, who's the head? Jesus. Why would I wanna add works to my life in Christ unless I lost sight of the head? If I lose sight of the head, the head being I'm in him and he's in me, I'm not separated from him, I'm trying to rejoin myself again with what? The flesh. And are they arrogant? Yes, you'll see pride involved in this. Very much so, you'll see this every time. I mean, I've, I've seen it so many times and I'm like, really, you know, like, <laughs> is that even necessary? But there it is, it's arrogance, because it comes from the flesh. So in verse 20, it says this, <coughs> for if you died with the Messiah from the base elements of the world, why are you living particularly just like you are judged by the world, why? You see, and this is the kind of things that you can get into is that you want to be judged by the world. Well, why why would you want to be judged by the world if you died already? In other words, your life is no longer in the flesh. You aren't. You're as. Remember how we were saying earlier what a son of God is is a new species, not a new belief system. It's a new. You're a new species. You. <laughs> Does it matter what you believe? Yeah, because if you don't believe you're a new species, you won't act like one, but you are, right? Never near to them, never taste, never forced, never forced, these exist uses that will be decayed, okay? They are the commandments of the teachings of the children of men. And this is the one I talked about before, the teachings of men. So these, all of these little rules that, that, that are being made within the confines of um, of a system of men, Okay, so you submit yourself to those. Now, again, are we talking about like, yeah, they told me I have to take out the garbage at my job, but I'm not gonna, that's just the rule of men. I'm not talking about that. That'd be ridiculous. I'm talking about people who make rules, men-made rule, man-made rules, and say these are the rules that get you close to God. That's not good. So this is the kind of stuff. They are the commandments and the teachings of the children of men. The uses will be decayed. In other words, if you're looking at a thing And you're saying, what happens if I keep doing this over and over? Does the use of it decay? Does it eventually go away? Yes, it does. Well, if you see a thing that you're doing that eventually goes away, know that that came from the earth. Makes sense, right? If you're doing a thing and it's slowly decaying, then know that that is an earthly thing. Okay? Now, cleaning my house is an earthly thing because I have to clean it again tomorrow or next week. You know what I'm saying? I got, I still got to keep cleaning. it. It's an earthly thing. It decays. Now, if I'm being taught a principle that decays and it's being called spiritual, I need to discern that that is a man's teaching because it decays. Just let it be what it is. Don't call something spiritual that's not spiritual. That's all. Doesn't mean don't clean your house. Sure, clean your house. You should have a nice clean house. (laughs) Because it decays. (laughs) Because you are still on the earth, right? But don't go around with the commandments and the teachings of men and call them the teachings of God because they're not. Now, they visibly exist by having words of wisdom with a humble face for themselves. So these are like wise words. Worldly wise. Worldly wise. Think about it. People look for worldly wisdom, do they not? They look for it in church systems too. I need some worldly wisdom, Jamin. You can't just give me all this spiritual stuff. I need something practical. Practical. Let's be practical. Well, if I'm going to be practical and I'm giving you a principle that decays, how practical is that? You know? You can go to a worldly system for worldly wisdom, but know what it is. It's lower. It it goes away. If I tell you, you know, I will tell you right now you should invest in, you know. Uh, let's give you give you an example. You should, you should invest in, uh, some old grocery store that doesn't exist anymore. You know, Albertsons, <laughs> there's no Albertsons anymore, right? It decayed sweet bay. Yeah. I barely remember that one. You know, if I give you worldly wisdom, there is, there is a shelf life on worldly wisdom. It only is good for so long and then it disappears you understand you follow me so so when when you're when but worldly wisdom has a has an actual worth to it okay but what happens is is that men come in as representatives of god and give you worldly wisdom as god's wisdom that only decays when they give it to you and you can i you can fill in the blank as i'm sure you guys understand of all the different things that people can bring in It's not the substance, it's just a shadow. The substance is Christ. You can always go in and be with Christ. I can give, because people want, well, what's the technique? What's the method? Mm -hmm. They're right there. You know, you've got man's wisdom. What's the technique? Well, I'll tell you the 10 things of the six ways to the other. Again, can I give you 10 ways? I can do that, I actually have done that before. Here's 10 things. It's just 10 things. Take it or leave it, right? But what you have is in Christ. You have something better than 10 things to six ways. You have something better than that. So they have this word of wisdom with a humble face of themselves and fear God without pity over the body, never honoring anything but those things that are of use by the flesh. This is the other way. Is that a lot of the teachings of men only help the temporal world. They are not, the higher realm, they're lower. Now, and again, I wanna emphasize the fact that if you put the kingdom first, all the other things get added. This is a key, okay? So even though there are other things, Jesus is letting you know, I know there's other things. I know, guys. I know. (laughs) But what about the other things, Jesus? What about food and drink and this and that? And how am I going to make it in this life? And give me some practicals. And Jesus is like, look, I got you. I understand that you want the practicals. I get it. But if you will put the kingdom first, all of the other things just come. You don't even have to chase them. They chase you. They chase you. You're in the spirit. You're not of this world, people. <laughs> you're not from here. You're from the above. You didn't change belief systems. You changed species. You're you're sons of God now. So what happens when we sit in that place of sonship? We're in a comfortable position. Why is that? Because that's who we are when we're chasing after things and we're looking for new techniques and new ways and new teachings and new this and new devo- I have 3 new devotionals that are better than the last devotionals from last year. Why? Well, uh, you know, maybe hey, you know what? Some people enjoy the Lord in devotionals and I say go for it because devotionals are wonderful too. But understand that you're not getting something from God by reading a devotional. You're just enjoying the Lord in the devotional. Enjoy the Lord in the things that you do. Be a son of God. Don't race after or trust after things that are only useful in the flesh. You know what I always say? If it, it results in me being humble, that's probably the Lord. <laughs> if I'm going lower, I'm going higher. If I'm going higher, I'm going lower. You see, it's upside down. If I'm going higher, I'm going lower. We want a posture. We want to put ourselves out on a pedestal. We want people to come. Look at me, look at this, look what I did. You know, We're looking for acceptance from men. Don't look for your acceptance from men. You know the other thing about acceptance from men? It's very fickle. You know why? Because men only think about themselves anyway. So they only thought about you because it had something to do with them. That's kind of a sad fact, but it's true. <laughs> They're thinking about you because somehow you connected with them. Because people are by without God, people are selfish and they think about themselves. So what happens is when we become aware of God and we become aware of his love for us, it makes us actually aware of everybody else because now we start seeing what God sees in everyone and he loves everybody. He doesn't just like, oh, I love them, they're real nice. He's like, oh my goodness, I'm so excited about you. And you're like, okay, it's all right, it's all right. Why are you so excited? I'm just so excited. And you're like, wow, you're really excited, aren't you? He's so excited about us. And you know, he's not the only one. Everyone in heaven is excited about you. They're excited about what you're doing right now. What you're doing right now, they're excited about. They love it. They love seeing you. They love seeing God working in your life. They love all of these things that are happening with you right now. And they're pumped. They are. They're pumped. They're super excited. It's a big party. So for us, we're like, what party? I don't see it. Wake up wake up and I think that's what the Lord's doing for us he's helping us to wake up so we can see the party that's going on how he is excited the The cloud of witnesses the angels there's a joyful assembly the Bible says that we have come to a joyful assembly an assembly filled with the joy of the Lord not with sadness no oh, oh, so sad. <laughs> oh please you know why listen and I understand sometimes people lose people it's sad when you lose a person like they're not really lost but you say that that's the word that everybody says I understand that look We have those times. It's true, okay? We don't have to stay there though, okay? We don't have to stay there. We can keep going. But we know, one thing I want you to know, if anybody you know has ever gone on to heaven before you, they're still aware of you, very much so. So don't ever worry about that. Now, yeah, we want to be that, we want that physical. You'll get it. We'll all get it. It's fine. (laughs) You will get it. We're in a little in-between time while they're gone and then they'll come back. It's easy, you know, but yeah, it is, it is tough. It is tough for a little while, but let the Lord minister to you. Let him, let start seeing it from above. Realize that the excitement is up ahead. I mean, it is <laughs> it totally is. The excitement is up ahead. There was excitement in the past, but it's not like the excitement ahead of you. It's not like the party ahead. The party behind was good, but the party ahead is way, way, way better. As a matter of fact, the party ahead is so much better that you'll forget about all the bad stuff. You know, in the scripture, it says that there is no tears, no crying. Why is there no crying? Because in the heavens, there's no crying. It's joy because you can see all of it, all of it. Now we see this much. Then we see all of it. Now, when you start seeing all of it, everything changes, everything and your mind starts to shift and it starts to change from how you used to see things. Because again, remember, if I'm being taught things that are only little use, decays over time, now it has no longer use. Invest in Albertsons, decays over time, whatever it might be. Okay. You know, buy that latest Sony Walkman that plays tapes. It's so good. What great technology this is. It decayed with time, right? Oh, get an iPod. The iPods are great. You can have a thousand songs on an iPod decayed right everything decays Mm -hmm. in the lower realm but in heaven the same joy that the, the people in the middle ages enjoyed who were building fires to cook their food in their house and didn't you know didn't have running water those people were enjoying the joy of Yahweh How did they do that? Because it's another realm. Think about it like this. We're so advanced right now. Sure we are. You wanna compare yourself to you a thousand years from now? This is your dark ages. Enjoy the light that comes from heaven. We drive around in cars. What do you think they're gonna drive around in a thousand years? You think they'd be driving anywhere? What I'm just saying is it's your perspective. Go from the lower to the higher. Allow God to expand how you see things from the heavenly perspective that comes from the love of God, which is an expression which comes out as joy. It's good. So this is a good reason why when you get like lower realm teachings that are only good for a short shelf life, they're just not that great. But definitely don't let people make you feel bad for not accepting their teaching. That's one thing you should not do. Do not let that bother you. Do not let that trouble you. Jamin, how do you do your church? You do like that and that? Oh, I had a, well, I don't wanna talk about it. But anyway, I've had people make fun of me many times because I do it like this. But you know what? I'd rather operate in the joy of Yahweh. That's why I'd rather have that. I would never go back to the other. I never will. I mean, it's just, it's too late for me. It's too late for me, everybody. Sorry, it's too late. I went too far out. Actually, from the second I sang, I went too far out, I'd gone too far out. By the time I sang that song, I was too far out already. So yes. Like, <laughs> <'cause> we, <laughs> we've gone so far out. Yeah. So. Yeah. We went too far out because we've been, we were set free. It was our theme song. Beep, beep. The Beep, beep song. I was so. excited because Elaine was excited. I was like, whoa. Whoa, this is a good one if Elaine is excited. It's <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, that's it, guys.